0: Welcome back to another one for the void. It's our dune movie episode. We just saw it not 4 hours ago. Here we are. We're here to record. David, Stephanie. So, um I think we should just start off with like a general impression. Uh how do you feel about the movie?
1: I thought it was interesting visually.
0: Interesting visual interesting visually. I agree. It looks great. It looks amazing. Little spice sparkles in the sand. Ah, the fucking the city. The city looked good. I think the wall around it should have been bigger, but fuck it, right? Um, supposed to protect from like a sandstorm. Yeah, and and the worms. Yeah, but it's just as tall as the buildings. Yeah, basically. Like it should be a little bit bigger, but you know, whatever. That's just me nitpicking. Maybe the
1: the city's like a little bit more sunken in.
0: Maybe it could be. I like the architecture. I like the vehicles. Like the vehicles a lot in it like the ornithopters even those other like the jet thing they were flying on caladan because the movie starts on caladan spend a lot of time on caladan yeah. more time on caladan than you spend in the book because there's it? only yeah there's only like two scenes on caladan and then there's the scene in the ship and then they're on arrakis i might be wrong but i feel like i spent more time on caladan because you also have the, you have the talk with Leto at the tombs. That doesn't exist oh, yeah. in the book. Uh, what does he say there? He says, oh, that's the desert power speech, which happens like way later. The desert power speech happens oh, yeah. like halfway after they get to Arrakis before Leto dies. Like They've been to Arrakis for a moment before Leto's like, we ruled Kaladan, with sea and air power, we're gonna rule... Arrakis with desert power and he's like perhaps the Fremen are the key. But in this, they're on Kaladin and he's like, the Fremen are the key. Desert power. I'm gonna send Duncan to befriend them. It happens. To, there's like a there's like a couple there's like a uh, a couple lurches in plot in the movie that the the book doesn't have. That might not be terrible, cause especially a movie, you only have so much time. Right. And these actors cost a lot of fucking money to say these shitty lines I'm writing. So I can understand some of the skips in there, but, uh, you know, even in the, a lot of the early exposition, you know, setting, setting the scene for the, not only the movie, but, you know, going forward in the, the story, uh, there's a lot of the exposition is like basically either scenes that didn't happen, which are not bad, uh, and, or scenes that were like smushed together. There's a couple scenes that are like cut, like the dinner party scene.
1: Or the scene that um, where where they show Jessica like her
0: pool area. Yeah. Oh, the 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 where she gets the message from the other Benny Gesser. That means Duke Fenring isn't gonna be hinted if they even have to or not Duke. Um, what is his fucking name? Lord Fenring. I don't think he's got a title. But Lord Fenring, he was the previous imperial agent on Arrakis. He's house corning the emperor's butt boy. He's cool. We'll get to him. We got to talk about him in the next fucking episode. You've got to fucking read. Or the, we'll get there. Yes. Uh, look, shit. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's that whole scene that's missing. So, uh, but, you know, we have the. You, you have the Caladan the, the scenes and you have the, uh, the, the testing of Paul, uh, the, the Gamjabar and the black box or whatever the fuck it's called, mm. I don't know, with Helen, Maya, Gai- Gaius Moa, I don't remember her fucking name. The fucking Benny Gesserit truth Big witch bitch. Yeah, the Benny Gezer. I didn't like how she used the voice on Paul. I
1: was not a fan of how the voice sounds in the movie. In the I don't movie. think it sounds
0: terrible.
1: Oh, my God. But
0: it is a little heavy-handed.
1: It It's so exaggerated. It is. I think is what I don't like about it. A
0: lot of it is a lot more... There's less subtlety in the movie than there is in the book.
1: Yeah. I think they're just really trying to drive it home. Like... Even with the spice, it was exa- exaggerated. It seemed like so, I wouldn't say like glitter, but it was like when you saw it in the air, it was like so shimmer, focused on it yeah, yeah, shimmer. and shimmery. And it
0: was, like, you saw all of the spice in the air, not just yeah. some of it. Um, but yeah, they're really uh, subtlety is not e
2: in the movie,
0: where subtlety is the name of the game in the book. But I, it's because they need to exposit so much information and so little time. But the voice is heavy handed. How much they use the voice is heavy handed as well. Yeah. It's not used very often. It's used by Jessica.
1: What, in the scene when they're getting kidnapped?
0: Yes. And then yeah. she uses it on Through Fear How And those are the only times you see it. Her use the voice. And Paul. Attempts the voice once but doesn't again.
1: He got the wrong pitch,
0: yeah. He doesn't again in, in Dune. And the truth sayer doesn't use the voice on him in the scene where she in, in the book with the Gamjabar, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, it's an introduction to it, but it is a lot stronger and wielded more overtly. Benny Gezer, it's a different, there's a lot of things that are like, like a different perspective. I feel the movie takes. On the existence of these things in Dune. Because, like, the Bene Gesserit don't want to use the voice except for when they absolutely have to. Because it's so powerful, they will be branded witches. Right. They know the power of it and they know what people could fear them. But they're using it very overtly in the movie. Or the Bene Gesserit's, like plan for Paul with the Quitsack Hatterack is stated so much more overtly in the scene afterwards where Jessica's talking to the truth sayer as she's going back to her ship in the movie where it's only hinted at the Quitsack Hatterack and Paul doesn't even talk about the Quitsack Hatterack with his mother or being the one or all, uh, that shit at all he right. knows he's part of a Benny plan at a certain point he picks that up with his own his own he he, he gets it himself through his own uh, mentat and many abilities. You know, he picks it up from like little hints and logical uh, deductions um, in the book, which is fine. Again, just another perspective on how to tell the story.
1: I think maybe they were just really trying to push on like that. She was is it for dumb people? Oh, my God. I think they're just really trying to push it like so people understand because they're not like explaining every single bit and yeah. pieces of the of the movie like they it's do in the
0: book. It's not it's not direct exposition through voice, through yeah. words, which they do do a lot of that, though. They do do a lot yeah. of the direct exposition through conversations um, in the movie, especially the first third of the movie, like the, the first third of the movie is a lot of direct ex- explicit exposition yeah and in the book it's more subtlety in your the person you're living in the main the, the protagonist of your story in the book which is fine whatever that's cool uh how would you feel about the like the assault the on fucking uh on arrakis with the harkonnens and shit and uh uh the Sardaukar? also real real quick <laughs>
1: You want to talk about oh. how Jessica cried?
0: Oh God! <laughs> Holy shit! The gom jabbar scene with her crying outside—I don't like how she recites the litany of fear either. No, I wasn't a fan. I See, feel like it should be more like religious and chant-like, and less like I'm barely—I'm about to cry. Like maybe at the time, start. Every
1: time she said it, she was like doing like a prayer, like she was startled, like I don't mean, just want to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, it was a bad rip from a shitty horror movie where a girl is praying right before the monster kills her. Right. Uh, um,
1: See, I think the actress, she looks exactly what I would think Jessica would look like,
0: but... I think it's the direction just, that they gave her. not I yeah. think she did a fine job acting. The fine performance is just not Jessica. Yeah. But we'll talk about that, not our perceptions of the characters when we get to the characters, but that's a, a hint. I don't think... Jessica in the movie is Jessica from the book. Where some of the characters are the characters from the book. Which is nice. But there's a scene outside with her crying in the ja- Bar, which doesn't happen. She's not crying. She's being stoic because she's Benny Gezeret. Or Jeserit, Whatever the fuck is it. What are these fucking space names, my guy? Holy shit. Space names. Holy shit. I can barely speak English. Um, then you have like. You get to a, well, you, you get to Arrakis, and then they like, land, and not a lot happens. There's a scene with sh- shout out Mapes, Mapes, bruh. They they cut Mapes, they, like, and they, they they perverted the scene as well with yeah. the guard being there. It should like in the book, it's you know that spur of the moment. She's in the flurry of unpacking, and now she's presented with this possibly dangerous situation. And Jessica has to navigate it with her own previous knowledge that Benny gets her have trained her with. Where this is. She's trying to, like, draw information out of the girl while she has a guard standing over her shoulder. And she's using the... I'm also not a big fan of the... No. I was not a big fan of how, uh, of the, how the, the hand signs look. Right. I mean, like, whatever, but...
1: Probably just because I have, like, kind of signing brain now. And I'm like, what a perversion. <laughs>
0: huh? it, it's like, uh... I'm like... <laughs> yeah it's uh it's not <laughs> it's not bad it's not terrible it's not awful but like they did it also like paul and jessica did it to each other like when yeah. he was getting dressed at one point or well, it was right before the dom jabbar scene and i'm like oh, i mean, well, yes man cool yeah they can talk with their hands it's a thing um i always i never thought that was the coolest thing in the book though to be honest i never was like that hype on it. Yeah. I was like, alright, whatever. Whatever, Frank. <laughs> Fuck off, Herbert. Um <laughs> so they land, there's those scenes. There's the Keen scene. kinds, kind scene, uh, where they go out. They they changed we'll talk about kinds here. They changed sure, they bend her, they gender gender bent and kinds, which is fine, whatever. But they changed her backstory now also. Uh like I think it was Paul. That like he knew that she was like she fell in love with a fremen and some shit. I mean it was I think it was Paul who said that shit. And one I don't know how he fucking learned that shit. I guess it was his supposed to be his deduction, but I don't think he's he can't see other people's pasts. He can only see his own pasts. At least in Dune One, they only talk about him seeing his own past or his own genetic pasts. Genetic pasts. Oh my god, genetic memories. <laughs> what a nineteen sixty sci-fi idea. <laughs> um genetic memories big meme it? big meme genetic memories uh what a 1960s sci-fi idea indeed um but like you know kinds was in the book the son of the planetologist you know and this he's she's the imperial judge that was had fallen in love with a fremen warrior and now some like weird cinderella story romeo and juliet i don't know what the fuck's going on here but uh, maybe they'll elaborate on it. They also don't get him dying in the desert or her dying in the desert the same way. I mean, they die in the desert, but not the same way. Sardaukar. Seleucus Segundus. Did you see what it said? Uh, how they described Seleucus Segundus? You know, it was like, you know, how it was like uh, Gaty Prime, how uh, homeworld of House Atreides, or uh, House yeah. Arkin, homeworld of House Atreides was Caladan, right? Yeah. They described Seleucus Segundus as the Imperial Army planet. That's not what it's ever described as in the book. It is explicitly the Imperial prison planet. Yeah. And I wonder why they decided to make that change.
2: I don't know if it's that important of a change, but it's a definite different tone.
1: It is. I was, I loved how all the different planets looked. Hmm. I know it was kind of like CGI'd an army of or a sea of like people yeah, yeah, yeah. spaceships, or whatever but you know, I also dug the outfits they were on which point which armor
0: did you like the most did you like Atreides, Harken, or Sardacar?
1: no I was a sucker for um, you know when they like landed on the planet and you know um, they're approaching him like hey listen you're going to be in charge of <laughs> What do you mean? In, in charge of Sand Planet. Oh,
0: Arrakis? Yeah. Arrakis. And, and the bagpipe? No, no. Dude, the- what was the bagpipe? I don't know. That, that shit was... That shit was... I forgot about that shit right now. I wouldn't... If I was directing the movie, no. Fuck the bagpipe. They never so described me like, They never describe an instrument when, in it.
1: When they pulled up like that, it felt like they were... Um, Like just colonizing, just straight up colonizing. I felt it so deep. I was like, oh, this is awful. Uh Well,
0: I mean, if I mean, you know, Dune has these themes of, you know, that being a thing and then, you know, Paul becoming like, you know, part of the insurgency. Those themes are there. I mean, in the movie where we've we've just got to him being accepted by them. So, yeah, I know it definitely has those themes and, you know, ecological themes that even echo to today, you know, resources that are destroying the planet, vice yeah we'll see how it's destroying Iraqis oh, who knows um, but you know yeah no, it's a d- definitely it definitely feels like colonization,
1: yeah, no, but the but the bishop people or whatever carrying the scrolls oh, they were the in cool. like these
0: white the gold coronation?
1: yeah, white gold like astronaut helmet ads
0: the guy like, religious are the, guild, the guys in the helmets are the guild navigators that are like humans that have been mutated by their spice use Mm -hmm. so we will see what they look like because in the original dune book frank herbert describes the guild navigators looking a certain way then the dune movie comes out at some point and then they are shown differently in the 1984 dune movie which we need to watch as well so we could do an episode on as well we'll do that they're described differently and shown differently. And then later in, the, in, in Dune, in like book six or seven or something, maybe it's even book four, Frank Herbert describes them how they look in David Lynch's 1984 Dune. What a pussy. You can't even stick to <laughs> his own design. And so we'll see how Dennis Villanuevo, uh decides to show what the Gil Navigator look like. They look like, their suits look like, out of Dune one like the original description so we'll see um but yeah they looked cool the whole ensemble they had going on with the
1: religious garb yes very very interesting yo the worms dude the worms so many teeth
0: not the way i thought the teeth would look too I, thin i i too am too many too thin now, i'm a fan but that's I don't not how i imagined it it's not how I imagined it either,
1: but it also makes for an interesting like dagger design. Easy oh, to yeah, translate. Yeah, yeah. Um
0: The daggers are a lot uh, thinner than I had imagined them in my ma- in my brain because I'd imagine yeah. the teeth in the worm being fucking big big thick things, right. like big thick short teeth because of you know, I imagine it's like the it would crush with its mandibles and the teeth would like the teeth weren't that but you know, whatever. They look amazing. They look amazing. They
1: look great. Yo, wouldn't it
0: ate up the fucking... Um, Sandcrawler thing? Yeah. The, the spice factory? spice collector? Yeah. mower or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I thought, it was interesting. I, thought, I thought it was interesting that there were two different looking spice factories. The Harkonnens had their own. Mm-hmm. That was very interesting. The different spice factories. Uh, again, also talking about technology, the future technology having different looks as well. The ornithopters, the, the ornithopters, yeah, the angular ones that the Atreides and you know you, the modern ones they're using that are super angular. Oh my god, those things look amazing. Sex winged, dude, and the, the the noise they make. Is, like they're those. right. They're right. The look of the movie is right. Yeah, I feel like the look of the movie is right. There's a couple things that I'm a little sus on. Like I might change like the shielding i had a problem mm. with the shields i have a problem like with them? how they looked i had a problem with the fact that once an object had passed the shield the shield stayed like that red active
2: mm-hmm.
0: it wouldn't do that the shields aren't like that like the shields are blue when it's reflecting and like red when it's passing right but once it's something is beyond the shield and it's like entered your body and it's no longer moving at a speed, the shield would want to stop it at. It wouldn't be flashing red like it did in the movie. Or gold like, red. Yeah, which I mean, it's supposed to be showing for the audience. I get that. But like, whatever. I was like, when the dart hit the Duke, like his shield kept flashing red. I was like, it's done, son. The shield's not that smart. Like. It has to be too smart for Dune. The shield would have to be too smart for Dune, the whole AI thing. They don't talk about it. You're not going to get it in the movies, the lore. The deep lore, the 10,000 year old lore in Dune. Uh, we'll talk about that at some point. But yeah, so it's an interesting thing. I liked the, how they looked. But I just that one, one little gripe, one little gripe about the shields.
1: I thought the shields were OK. I thought it was like weird that they decided to go with like the I don't know. It felt like 3D. You,
0: you what know about how, that, like. What about that fight scene? Which one? The one that Paul sees in the vision of the future where he's supposed to be. It's the jihad. It's the future jihad where he's fighting and his mask opens up and it's him. Mm hmm. I don't think that fight scene looked good. By the way, actually, most of the fight scenes I felt looked a little choreographed. I know they're choreographed, right? Yeah. But it looked choreographed. Like. I felt like uh a lot of the Duncan Idaho fights looked very Blocky choreographed dancey where oh. where when Gurney Halleck was fighting all mm-hmm. in uh uh when he was training him, that felt like it was like Gurney Halleck was trying to kill him. Yeah. Not that they were dancing with swords. Right. I felt like that was probably the best fight in the in the movie.
1: Yeah. And what other fight was there?
0: There was I mean, there was
1: Jameis. The fight with Jameis.
0: Paul and Gurney Halleck. Yeah, that one was also how oh, weird and It was weird. I not we'll talk about that fight. it, it we're, that's a fight. That's a part we need to talk about. I'm not totally happy with that fight in a lot of ways. But there's the Gurney Halleck Paul fight. There's the like Idaho and other soldiers fighting when the Harkonnens take the planet. Yeah. There's Idaho cutting his way to find Paul. There's the Sardaukar versus the Fremen in the ecological um, testing station. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there's the Duncan Idaho, Duncan Idaho fight in the ecological testing station. And then there's the Jamas fight with Paul. And I think Gurney Halleck's fight with Paul is the if we're ranking them, that's one. Yeah. That's one. I like the group battle uh where the Sardaukar land behind the Atreides forces and pin them between the harkonnens That was cool. I think the Sardakar. Talk about uh, back to the armor. Which of the three troops did you like more? The Atreides when they land, you know, with like the battle armor and they have the helmets. I like the like the, the, the visor had like the gap there and there was like also that other like mouth part there. That was a cool design for the Atreides helmet. I noticed that it was like it was one of the soldiers walking next to paul when they're walking onto the planet mm-hmm. um that helmet design was really cool the atreides forces don't get into their armor when the harkonnens land so that would have been cool to see them armor on armor though um the harkonnen forces are the like all black ones the all black and shiny shit. they're cool looking
1: they're cool but i feel I like some
0: belts a lot of belts on the harkonnen outfits
1: it looks like too sleek for me
0: very ambiguously bad
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm bad guy.
0: The Sardaukar. uh, I like them the most. With like the three red stripes and shit. The one gripe I have about it is they wouldn't be wearing the Sardaukar battle outfit. They'd be wearing the Harkonnen because they're supposed to be posing as Harkonnens. That's the whole political game. But, you know, fuck it. Give them their armor. They look cool as shit, my guy. I would not want to fight Sardaukar any fucking day. I'll fight Harkin in over any of them. Over. It it goes, Harkin in Atreides Sardaukar. That's the order. Not fighting any of those motherfuckers. I thought that line when Idaho said, like, how do you know they were Sardaukar? Oh, when you cross bleeds with a Sardaukar, you know. I thought that line was not, one, delivered well, or two, not in the right spot or something. I don't know. I was just not a fan of that. That just out of my mind right now just like i just remember not no nitpicking here just so we're clear nitpicking nitpicking here, nitpicking here. but i just i was like ah oh, bad line get get on with it please get on with my entertainment
1: that's fair now i just keep thinking about it's not in the book but it showed up in the movie and that's like the most thing i've been fixated on the whole fucking time uh the fucking the big fat fucker he has like a pet Humanoid
0: spider. Yeah, thing? the GIMP spider. Yeah. It's the GIMP spider. It looks like it's in latex. I don't know what the GIMP spider is. It's not talked about in Dune One. It's not it's not something that they've adapted from like Dune Two, uh or like you know, Children of Dune, and it's not something I've seen so far in Dune Mess or no Dune Messiah or Children's of, Children of Dune. So uh I don't the fuck the fat what Fat Man Harkonnen has in his store there, but the GIMP spider is terrifying.
1: Yo, it's so weird.
0: It looks like a human. Oh, and she used her voice again there.
1: Yeah. She, again. She pulls, well, who's she?
0: She's a true. She's a. I think that's the grand. Yeah, yeah, the big The big witch bitch. Uh, the revered mother, <laughs> and Helen Mohammed Gaius. Gaius Mo, Mo. I don't know what the fucker.
1: Well, she pulls up to talk to the fat guy,
0: and, and she's like, yo, I want to talk to him. But she's not involved in that. Yeah, she's also not. She's not involved in this deal, like yeah. in the book. Like, she's the Benny Gezerit are not involved in that uh, part of this betrayal of the Atreides at all. But fuck it.
1: But she pulls up and she's like, "Yo, I'm trying to talk to you. Can you put that thing away?" And he's like, "No, it doesn't listen to people." And then she uses her voice and she's like, "Go away!" And it scurries away or some shit. And yeah, it, it can Yo, hear. Yo, it was eating from a bowl.
0: It looks so creepy. Yeah, the gimp spider. I don't know who came up with the gimp spider, but good job. Good job. The, yeah, the gimp human spider. I like. It's literally like looks like a human in a gimp suit, but like a spider. Fuck it, bro. Uh, it's awful, bro. Um, yeah. How about Peter DeVries, the Mentat assassin, and the Baron Skinny dude with the blue thing on his lip? Dude, yeah. he was not important at all. No, literally. <laughs> he didn't even need to be cast. Dennis, you could have saved money. Just don't cast him if you're not going to use the character, right? He
1: was just using him as a bitch the whole time. He's like, oh, yeah, but he didn't uh, even do
0: anything. All he does. The only thing he does, per, like show showing he does on screen is he goes and talks to the Sardacar on Seleucus Secundus. Yeah, that's it. He's so much more important. He's supposed. To, he's got like you know that love thing for Jessica. He wants her, and he's he was gonna originally become the, the the scapegoat on Arrakis when the Harkonnen squeeze it dry and fuck the Emperor. But also, they the Duke doesn't counterpunch the Baron. Remember in the book how the Duke sends a small force to go destroy the Baron's spice storage? Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. So now the Harkonnens are under less pressure than they would have in the, been in the books. But whatever, they're just gonna make it whatever, the same because he needs to because it costs so much. But yeah, the the Duke counterpunches the Baron in the book, and I was like, yeah, that's showing the Duke being very competent as a as a leader. Um, cut those scenes. They cut the the whirlcat. They Oh no, they had they had the council scene. They did yeah. have the council scene. They have
1: the council.
0: It was not as long, though. They had the Stilgar scene. That was very short and abrupt.
1: How, how did you feel about the machine that kept uh, Big Boy floating?
0: Fat Man. Oh, the suspensors? Yeah. I don't like it. No? No, I don't like that he's become, like, uh, a witch. <laughs> I don't like how he's just. It's not supposed to allow him to, like, levitate like that. He basically just floats around, like, on the ground. Like, you just, like, the, it's just a guy that's just holding his fat up enough so that he just barely levitates off of the ground. Mm. Not flies around like he's the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> I don't know why they turned Baron Harkonnen into, like, some. I mean, he's cool, bad cool, but he's oh. not the same villain.
1: I think he's nasty. I think he is they, nasty. He's intentionally... Did
0: a good job... He's now. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like he's nasty and <laughs> rotund and grotesque. and The actor's doing a good job of making him sound just so fucking defiling when he talks. Um, but also turning him into the Wicked Witch of the West where he's allowed to fly and shit. also don't like how they killed the doctor.
1: Yeah, he just sliced them.
0: He cuts his head off, but in... It misses the whole scene where the Baron gets all mad shook because the Doctor is defiant in death even though he should be defeated. Right. And that's what gives the Baron the hesitation to set the, sh- set the shield right as there's something wrong with the Duke. And he actually sets a barrier that's in his room, not a personal shield, which is what mm-hmm. saves him in the, in the the movie, but yeah. um, fuck it. There's, that's negligible why doesn't really that scene went fine that's a change i'm fine with i mean the scene's different i think i like the original the book scene more because it's got the doctor doing some more stuff but the scene went well
1: i really like the the scene with the what is it
0: the hunter the, secret the hunter thing? yeah hunter seeker i uh whatever the fuck it was the killer fucking thing the little assassin droid yeah i, I imagine it looking a little different and a little larger
1: It looked like a little mosquito
0: it did look like a little mosquito I didn't. i know. thought it was
1: gonna be like a snake
0: I thought it was going to be just like an arrowhead almost.
1: But I like the little mosquito design.
0: Yeah, so do I. It was a good design. I liked it. It was, it was not. It was uh, um, fucking haunting. little fucking like, you know. I would not want that thing flying around my fucking room. Right. It is most definitely more deadly looking like a small mosquito, though. Which yeah. Which makes sense. You know, a little bug.
1: Pulled up straight to his face
0: balls of steel my guy oh. absolute testicles made of tungsten my <laughs> god Right, to, I would have flinched I, I, I'm dead I'm dead
1: but are you excited to see when they come out with the second movie
0: yeah I'm gonna see it no, no doubt <laughs> I'm excited to see where it goes Uh,
1: excited to see more Zendaya He's
2: a little weird a
1: little A weird
2: in the movie. What
1: do you mean?
0: Well, because the way they had the Yamas fight, Yamas, Jamas fight, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, Jamas. Jamus, Yamas, whatever his name is. Um, Hame. Hamis. Um, she's not allowed in that moment, plot wise, to let Paul know that he's going to switch hands yeah. with his knife. Which happens in the fight. He does it at the very end, but it's not a very good, Rick. The whole. The, we'll talk about this fight right now because we brought it up here. That fight fucking sucks. The fight originally happens in a cave. They're half naked. It's in the light of the glow globes, which are still cool. Um, and the the glow globes they had and like the hovering around. That's that's some of cool shit, bro. Yeah. Um in the, light, the dim light of a yellow glow globe and it's like, you know, the crowds crowd all around and they're in a cave, right? And this is the same cave that is the nexus of his future. This is right before he has this vision where he sees every small action he takes creating a completely different path. It is the nexus of his journey that he's sitting at in that cave, right? All of the branching paths come from that cave and every small action in an action is vitally important including his fight with this guy right especially for this fight you know how that ends you know whatever and it's also built up because my boy Yamas is getting brooding over the fact he got beaten by a boy the entire time as they walk back to this cave so it's been building It's some tension that's been building it's built up this fight is my guy gets bested Stilgar is like oh shit I got bested so we're just going to take them in their face and we'll be cited then and then Yama's like oh she bested you I'm challenging her yeah, I'm not listening to you and he's like well you know you can't challenge a Sayadina which they don't really talk about which technically she's not a Sayadina she's not tested as one so Yama's could have challenged her right uh, so uh, so uh, but so they, they have the fight. The, the knives look good. Uh, I like that the two their knives look different, also. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Shani does talk to him, not the same talk. They don't get naked though. Miss the point. I miss that. <laughs> That's for the next also, movie. What about the vision that he has of Yamas teaching him? He had a vision in one of his visions in the tent of Yamas teaching him in the movie
1: maybe it was just when he was tripping you know he had
0: a really bad trip at one point in the movie But that's an alternate future he saw that doesn't exist in the book that's the new edition which i'm fine with he sees alternate futures in the in in the book that don't ever come to pass so holy cool my guy whatever but that was
2: interesting thing i was like because they showed him like before you meet him I'm like who the fuck's that guy who is he I mean we
1: also get to see that Zendaya stabs him
0: yeah yeah that was interesting right um, and I, they
1: repeat that scene throughout the movie where you see her like walking she has blood and on her, her hand yeah her hands are dripping You've with blood you gotta
0: kill Paul to become the quitsack Was what the voice was whispering in his ears I don't know whose voice that was you know, the voices the were dust weird. voice. I don't know what the dust voice or the, uh, the spice voice was. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was that about? I'm not sure. They had. They was it was hard. For Are me they going to turn spice into a demon? It was it's so supposed hard. to be cocaine and gasoline. No. Uh,
1: it was so hard following with what the dust was saying I, because.
0: I wasn't I? Wasn't I? Was like I, I can't understand it. I'll oh, fuck it, bro. I. I
1: mean, the soundtrack was also like. Um, I don't know. How to Describe them like I Middle Eastern, sounding, like,
0: uh, yeah. Well, I mean, religious, forms? but also alien, in the, in, as well, right? But I, you know, the Fremen are direct, there's clear influences between the tribes of you know, Near East, Middle East, and the Far East. Uh, in the Fremen, clear inspiration that he's taken from, especially they don't they explicitly state it, and they also don't do it in the shout out scene where they sheath the knife and they don't blood it but yeah. they blood it the, all of the Fremen blood their blades when they put them away the guy next to me in the movie theater was like what the fuck yeah I knew what it was and I wanted to tell him but I was like fuck it but they don't talk about it they don't explicitly state that but you know when when Stilgar's like all right we're done and they all sheath their knives they all blood their blades yeah before they sheath it was directly drawn from a couple tribes in uh Asia that if the knife is or if a blade is drawn it has to has to taste blood so if you can't cut someone else you've got to cut yourself um that's interesting they didn't do that in uh
1: the scene with yeah. Jessica and Mapes. mates yeah yeah
0: would have been interesting
1: would have been I felt like that scene was so rushed I felt like most of the scenes in a lot, the lot beginning of the early were, scenes were, were rushed. rushed were
0: like some hour like pancake two scenes panicked together together yeah
1: interesting how they focus the law on the grandpa like yeah
0: constantly... they talk about the duke's grandfather a lot and he's so important people. he's important in the book a bit but they don't talk like for the amount of time they talked about the grandfather in the movie and the amount of time they had to talk about all this other shit that he's in the dune universe that happens in that first third and they don't interesting your grandfather, he fought bulls you know, for sport uh, on the cliff, and then you have later the figurine with him fighting the bull, the picture of him in his matador costume, the bull head on the wall. His grave. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the grandfather incorporated a lot more of the old duke, if we're talking to Thufir Hawat. Um... I felt like they just really wanted to
1: push that as, like, foreshadowing for the dad when he actually does die. Kind of just, like, and then... An inevitable,
0: yeah, thing. Is, but it is a doomed death that my guy's got. The duke was basically painted into a corner. They didn't talk about his ability to marry for like a political gain. He just says, "I wish I would have married her." Or, or we're talking to Jessica, who should have married you, right? Yeah, his concubine, right? Um, don't talk about that. That's not really addressed. Her being a concubine isn't really addressed either, excluding, like, as a derogatory term that the Baron kind of throws out. Um. That's an interesting choice. I'm not sure. They could have talked about that instead of the fucking grandfather.
2: Yeah. Oh, well.
0: Well, they also don't have him, you know, the whole, the doubt, the Duke doesn't doubt his wife. his Jessica? Mm-hmm. happens in the book. That doesn't happen either. Oh my god, they've cut so <laughs> they butchered my book.
1: Oh my story. I mean the movie did a good part. No. Of they seem like they had more of a connection in the movie than they did in the book. Yeah. So, um, even though they cut the whole scene where he's like, Hey look, I got you a fucking pool or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh Jessica is still not talking about the characters yet, but <laughs> Fan so far. Not a fan. Um, What else happens in the movie? Is there anything else we really want to talk about? We talked about the worms, how they look. How do you like the uh, still suits? I think the still suits look good.
1: I think they look cool.
0: I think the still suits look right. Generic ass black suit. They're not wearing the mask enough. I'm losing my fucking mind, my guy. The mask should be on at all fucking times.
1: So now I was surprised on the scene where, like, he's coming onto the fucking island, um... And he's just walking around like nothing. And they're like, "Yo, you should put a suit on." And he's like, "I don't wanna." <laughs> yo, it's it's hot as fuck. How the fuck is this man not sweating?
0: Or like the still suit scene, and then like yo, know, he's running around and shit in the desert. And I'm like, dude, that's a death sentence. What are you doing, my guy? Gotta get that suit, my guy. Also, they leave their pack with the water and shit that the doctor oh left them God. when they cross the desert. Not when, like, the worm, like, like when they're going to cross the desert. And like, Also, the drum sand. They only drummed once. He's the one who drummed it multiple times. Oh, run. When it happens, it's supposed to be like, like, the second you touch it. But whatever, fuck it. Worm shit, am I right? Worm shit. Well, they were about to be worms.
1: They also um, showed off someone riding the worm. They did, the which does
0: not happen yet.
1: It doesn't happen yet. Not and even I was like, close. damn, they're really trying to spoil you.
0: Not even close to finding out what happens with the worm. Man, they really, yeah, they let that cat out of the bag. Yeah, there's a couple scenes early in there where they, 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 they talk about things before they, ha- like they happen, like when they're talking about the desert power on Caladan, which happens... Way later, and there's a couple scenes where that shit happens, where like they kind of like spilled the beans before the beans needed to be spilled. But
1: mm-hmm. well, what about that mouse,
0: dude? The... <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What the fuck is the mouse in, bro? He's his old little little ten. Bro, what the fuck oh. was that? I mean, it's an alien mouse, sure, but that shit's not talked about in the book. Yo,
1: his ear is sweating,
0: and then he drinks his sweat.
1: Super, super animated mouse.
0: Yeah, hyper animated mouse. How do you feel about Paul? How do you feel about the Fremen outfits in the jihad scene, his jihad vision? How do you feel about his visions? I'm not a big fan of his vision. I'm not a fan of his vision. The visions. burning bodies. I felt like they'd be more ethereal. Right. When you talk like especially talking about seen, seeing the crests of the Atreides jihad, uh there would be like, you know, this vision of like different scenes through like this black void, and then there'd be like uh, the troughs where he says he can't see, or would be like blackened that he can't see, you know, it's, a, it's dark. I, that's how I envisioned it. I don't know how, you know how well you would actually, that actually translate to a screen, but his visions of the Jihad. Also, he's talking about doing this Jihad shit. He kind of stumbled ass backwards into the Jihad in the book. That's another perspective shift. Like when he tells Hines, I'm gonna use the Fremen, when he's like, when he tells Idaho his plan, They've just, in the book, they just escape into the desert and he kind of falls backwards and he realizes the jihad's on the horizon and he tells himself that he's going to try to do anything to prevent it. But he still wants to use the Fremen if he can. But the jihad is not something he's trying to bring about. It's this burden, terrible future that he resents his mother for. The tent scene, oh my fucking god! (laughs) That scene's the worst scene in the movie! Don't touch me! that's ah. he uses the voice <laughs> also when she's training him in the voice on caladan that scene doesn't exist either oh
1: yeah with the water yeah he's like you're thirsty huh and he's like yeah i'm thirsty use the voice bitch. bitch. he's like oh i'm so tired Yo, straight
0: up no lie like that felt like big stepmom porn scene bro uh. make me <laughs> I <was> like, Ugh. <laughs> make me don't say that to yourself (laughs) I'm not like that
1: and then you hear the voice and I'm like ugh, that voice is awful
0: it's grating it's not but again yeah it's gotta be right it's a movie yeah it's gotta be yo oh my god bro the sound in there bro, I felt it in my fucking chest
1: Well, why they were blowing to, shit up in the movie the movies. all oh the God. helicopters and shit. I
0: liked when their ships were being blown up and their sheet, oh like that, the shields were like fluttering and shit. Oh my God, that shit looked amazing. Every that time CGI looked amazing.
1: Every time something like that happened and it came up, I just felt like I
0: was oh. in a first person shooter game. Another scene that looked bad, a uh, fighting scene with the swords, was when Josh Brolin runs out with the soldiers into the fight when all the ships are exploding oh, and he yeah. kills the two guys by himself. I'm like... Mm-hmm. That didn't look good either. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. Le- wasn't great choreog- choreography, but whatever. Again, nitpicking. Any things. Um, The things that could make a movie fall in love with me, bitch. Um, so characters. We'll get on to characters now. Uh. So let's hit some of the big ones right off the top, like Duke Leto. How are we feeling about Oscar Isaac as Duke Leto? Yeah. Who dat? Paul's father. Hot. Uh, okay, yeah, I see it. Got the gray in the beard. Got the just for men fucking. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, he's. Uh, I think it's a good adaptation for the character. He feels true to his character. Yeah. Um, I don't Noble. Like, don't like the ring.
1: No, you don't look, like the, the look, giant fucking chunky ass ring? Class ring? <laughs>
0: look at the little dollar store ring to me, my guy.
1: Yeah old he didn't have old. anything else in black. it just old black old and, and black.
0: like
1: dug out with the design well you
0: know it's for his. sigil cool. yeah um you know not a lot of them you don't get a lot of them you like him in his armor when they were coming to uh, to a trade yeah uh, like, fancy racket. man yeah he good <laughs> that armor looks good my guy it does like oh okay <laughs> um yeah, right, so you know, there's not a bunch. She He's the Duke, you know. We know, we know, he dies early. Yeah. You I do like the scene when he finds no smuggler. They cut all the smuggler out. Yeah. Smuggler. Well, I guess the smuggler whole big smuggler scene was the, the dinner scene, and that's also a scene with Keen's kinds that they also cut. Dinner scene. Dinner scene. They cut. They cut dinner scene. Yeah. And... I hope they did. If they did have a Dennis Villanuevo cut i hope there is a dinner scene dinner scene could be a very good scene given you know what extra. like a flashback Oh uh, no no like i uh, like they had shot it they just cut it from the original uh, oh, okay. like you know they just took that part out that scene just doesn't happen it'd mm-hmm. be probably somewhere in between it'd be in between where they land when it gets blown up it's after they go out it's the night that they go out on the ornith afters yeah. at night so I think they come right after that scene. They can just, they can 100% slot that fucking scene right in there. They also didn't have the Duncan Ida scene where he's drunk. Right. And he accuses Jessica. And that's what leads into the or Hawat scene where she uses the voice for the first time. Yeah. Sit down, bitch. <laughs> nah, uh uh-uh. And he's like, Sick I boy. should kill this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> How, how'd you feel about Thufir? We're, ta- we're not talking about Thufir. How'd you feel about Thufir? How'd you feel about his eyes going white when he's computing?
1: I thought that was interesting. I like him. He kind of feels like a gay un- uncle. I liked him when he was holding the umbrella when they were, like, going oh, outside. Oh, the umbrella is so cute, my guy. <laughs> he has the this little, so little white umbrella. This man is, like, how tall is he's he? very like, short. small. He's supposed to be an
0: assassin, by the way. Like, is he? He's supposed to be as confident as Duncan Idaho. Oh, okay. But well, older, but, you know.
1: He's this little chunky dude. Yeah, bro. I don't
0: know about that in the movie, but... Uh, right. Kind of hobbles around holding yeah, his umbrella. I don't know if I see it, think you're how i gotten some car down is all I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, it's a good adaptation. I liked him. I don't know if, how I feel about his eyes going white when he uh, computes. His lips also should be like purple or blue because of the drug they take, but whatever. There's mm-hmm. a shit. They can skip that, cho- that choice. I don't give a fuck. Um, who cares? Uh, so, you know, we got uh, Duncan Idaho. You want to talk about Duncan Idaho? You want to talk about Aquaman? Aquaman? Yeah. You want Aquaman? What <laughs> you think about Duncan, <laughs> huh?
1: I thought he was fine.
0: Okay. I he's need. not
1: as hot as he is in Aquaman. Okay. It's a right. shame how he fucking died.
0: I don't. I said this before, and I don't think it's a bad casting. Like, he's great as an action lead, right? Because that's what Duncan Idaho would be. But mm-hmm. in the book, they always describe Duncan Idaho as being like cat like and like feline with his, how quick his reflexes and like how light on his feet and shit he is, right? Mm hmm. That's not him. That's not him in the movie. He's a lot more yell, rage, barbarian charging yeah. than he was in the... Which is fine. Whatever. It's fine. It's a lovely adaptation. But I just don't... I would, definitely would not have cast him. But it's a, good. I liked it better than some other castings in the, in the, in the, in the movie. Not, though the casting was very good. I thought the casting was very good.
1: I thought it was pretty good.
0: Uh, Duncan Idaho's good. Died a good death. Had a good death, and you know maybe we'll see Duncan Idaho again sometime. There might be, a... I guess it'll be a third movie with Dune Messiah that may or may not have Duncan Idaho in some capacity.
1: I mean, Paul was having visions of him with the uh, Fremen.
0: Yeah, yep, yeah. that was uh, he had one of those visions after he was already with the Fremen.
2: It's interesting. Um. um. How do you
0: feel about hines The planetologist, the black woman that was uh the way the the guy the planetologist, the guy in the ornithopter in the book.
1: I thought she was cool. I thought her
0: part was short lived. I feel like she was a little too overt because as like the Imperial. hmm Um A lot of the things she does in the movie is explicit, where a lot of the things that he does in the book is implicit. Like he skirts questions instead of answering them directly. and it pisses the Duke off because not only is he playing the Imperium against House Atreides, he's also playing his faction, which are the Fremen against the Imperium and whoever is the rulers of Arrakis, whether it's Harkonnen or Atreides. So that was a different perspective, but it's fine. She's a lot more straight up. Like I'm not gonna report this shit, bitch. That's just not happening. (laughs) No. Then he was in the book. So, but you know, whatever. They did change their backstory. Whatever. Fuck it.
1: They probably wanted to keep her straightforward because
0: they they were like Ah, for time in the movie. Cut it down. I get it. Yeah. Simplify the story. Uh, okay, we're gonna get to some more important characters. Wow, How do, do we I... feel about Jessica? Uh, uh. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Now, I don't think the actress is doing a bad job, but it's not the same character at all. I think it's the worst character ad- adapted from book to movie in the, in the movie.
1: They made her crybaby.
0: Oh, she's very weak. So much more weak than she is in the movie. Just Or in the book, she's a strong woman in the book. Right. The only time she really breaks down and shows vulnerability is in the tent after Paul starts going through his transformation in his brain and Paul getting diced by the spice, like the smallest amount of spice. We'll talk about that in a second. But back to Jessica. Uh, the Tenda scene, oh my fucking god, bro. That's the one scene where she's supposed to break down in the book. And in the movie, it's like the third of one time she's broken down. Or the hell, Ornithopter scene. She uses the fuck out of the voice there, and yeah. that's not how the scene goes down. Paul doesn't get to do his cool shit. Falling out of the ornithopter, crushing the dude's like right ventricle with the tip of his foot. <laughs> super ninja shit where I was like, oh, these motherfuckers are built different. That's the moment when I really realized in the book, like, oh... These people are not the kind of people I know. These are different creatures altogether. Where in the movie, Paul just uses the voice poorly, and then Jessica takes over. And where's the writhing on the floor? Where's the sexy undulating? Oh my god! Where's the sexy worm dance on the floor, Jessica? I was surprised they <laughs> took that out. Yeah, suggestively wriggle with your hands tied behind <laughs> your back.
1: Wait. So okay. So when Paul kills that guy by, like, hitting him with his foot, that's the first time he's killed a guy, right? Yes. Okay, in the movie, when he's fighting with Jameis, Jameis yeah. or whatever, um, Jessica's like, he's never killed anyone before.
0: Well, he didn't kill them in The Ornithopter. Oh. He just fucked up his lungs? In the book, he killed him. In okay. In the movie, he didn't.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. He should have killed him.
0: He should have killed him. You should have, you're right. But yeah, Jessica just like slits all their throats. It's cool, whatever. Um,
1: she also didn't shame him for killing Seamus.
0: No shame. shame.
1: I mean, they were like, yo, don't toy with him. But she didn't, didn't pull maybe up.
0: she didn't want to create a kink. Oh. <laughs> well, we're not going to do that for Paul.
1: <laughs> oh, Paul. Do you remember the part where... Um, they're, they're rescuing the people from the... And he gets dosed
0: with the spice and he, like, falls down in front of the carry or the, the spice factory? Yeah. Yeah, bro. He's dosed with the smallest amount of spice in the this world. He barely breathes happening. it in. And he's absolutely incapacitated by this shit. In the book, <laughs> everything's got spice in it. Everything. So he's getting dosed by spice every fucking day he's there since he's been there. And he's there a lot longer on Arrakis before shit goes sideways in the book. But, you know, whatever. He gets dosed. Josh Rowland gets to have an awesome scene they get to see the worm. That's why. That's why they did that. Yeah, for the worm. For the worm. But then he starts tripping on the tent because of the spice also which is not the reason why he trips in the book but whatever. It's the smallest amount of spice. If this motherfucker eats some shit that that, that Chani, his new lover, his future lover, or present lover if time's different for him seeing he's allowed to travel through time, then his visions is time... Anything, or is he choosing his point in time to exist? Was it his current lover? Oh my. Uh, no, that's not actually true. Um, not
1: his current lover. No, yet. Not yet.
0: Um, That's not how time works, actually. He's like um, trying
1: to talk to her in the movie, too. He's like, hey, um, 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 And she's um. like, yeah, what's up? And he's like, um. <laughs> Um.
0: Never mind. I'll just be a twink over here.
1: <laughs> I'll see you around. Hopefully I won't die fighting Jameis. You know, cool. we'll talk later. <laughs> She's oh like, here you God. go. Here's the knife. Get to it, Paul, bitch.
0: Paul. Makes supreme himself.
1: Oh my gosh. The actor. Yes. He looks so small. Yeah. He, he did look like a 13-year-old boy. I was like, yeah. yo, he's so petite.
0: He's very small.
1: He does look like he ages at the end of the movie, but I think what really does
0: justice is like the, the oh suit. oh the suit is doing him a lot of justice.
1: Yeah, he looks also, like more you know, beefy. They
0: show him you know complete, almost completely nude in that wet in that scene, and then also all of his outfits are black, which is slimming, and that that shit's fucking <laughs> slick. It's fitted, my guy. Though so he's got real real lanky looks going on to make him look smaller and shit. It's probably intentional. Uh, but yeah, no, I think he does look uh, a little older in the desert. Uh, but you know, it's not that much long, not much, that much time has passed. So Paul getting dosed. So if Chani ever makes him any food, he's just going to die. Yeah. I'm excited to see that in the night. Oh uh, yeah. Movie. He's literally just going to yeah. have a brain.
1: Aneurysm. I mean, in the, in the book, when Chani finally gives him like food and it's spice, he'll take, he takes a bite of it and he's like, Oh, I'm fucked.
0: It's the nexus of time. That's the nexus of time part where he's like, "Oh my, every little thing." Uh, yes. Oh, yes. That's the first time he eaten, like combines a large amount of spice, right? Every, yeah. In one go. So, but him in the desert, you know, just breathing the spice in, he was fine. So, mm-hmm. what's gonna happen when he gets to that cave and she gives him the fucking food? My guy's is gonna. He's
1: uh, gonna have a heart attack. He's gonna
0: become god. <laughs> he's going to transcend. Well, he is god, or uh, the messiah, or the Lisan al Ghayy they also talk about those things earlier like they talk about the krizak hadarak and the lisa Gaib earlier because yeah. in the book they're chanting it at him and he doesn't know what it means at all for a long time mm-hmm. until he finds out it means the voice of the outer world uh which is a cool ass name uh that'd be cool that'd be awesome to be called the fucking voice of the outer worlds. It sounds ethereal
1: you know what else we forgot to talk about i'm surprised that they included anything about those palm trees
0: yeah they also altered the the story of the palm trees yeah they, they made it like the the fremen dream which it was actually a, a sign of wealth not, yeah. not it's in it's the inverse it was a sign of wealth It's an oppressive sign uh these poor ass fucking people that don't have water water they don't stress water enough they didn't stress yeah. water enough yo water
1: well he was walking around not wearing the mask
0: what yeah bro they're in the desert without the mask on Yo, real Fremen would have beat their ass. Like, what the oh, fuck are you name. doing, bro? They would have tattooed them just fucking the
1: body. I do like the look of the Fremen. I mm. love how they did the eyes. Yeah. It looked very much like they actually went and got like their eyes tattooed. I know it's all digital, but you know. You ever seen someone who gets their eyeballs tattooed? Yes. That's what that looks like.
0: The eyes are different from the book, but I like the look. I like the I think it would look bad if it was what the book says it is, which is like a basically a your shade of blue all the way through.
1: Mm. Uh like alien.
0: Yes, or there's a Star Wars race that has like all blue eyes, I think. I don't know, fuck it. Yeah, there's no way George Lucas stole that shit either. Yeah, there's no way George <laughs> Lucas stole anything from Dune or the Foundation series, not at all. Didn't steal from Isaac Asimov, nope. kidding. Sorry Star Wars fans, your shit's a rip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so, yeah, uh, what other characters do we have to talk about? We talk about Paul. Johnny, Johnny. What do you feel about Johnny Zendaya. He hasn't done anything. Yeah, she ain't done I nothing other than, like, show up behind Paul. I mean, she shows up
1: in his dreams, and she's yeah. like, I'm dreamy. But I stabbed you.
0: She doesn't call him Uso, either. No. Uso is important. Talks about Uso with... The fucking mother, also. He doesn't talk about it within the movie. Yeah. They really just cut that shit. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't want to give him two names like they do in the book. Right. They probably will we'll just call him Modi. The, the
1: little mouse. mouse. Yes, yeah. The desert mouse. Just the ear sweat drinking mouse. Did
0: you see the thing that she showed him when he was like in the vision, where yeah. it's like in the like little flesh cocoon that the yeah. mouth made, or mucus cocoon, or whatever the fuck that shit is? I was like, all right, I guess it's an alien mouse, bro. Alien mouse. Alien mouse, indeed. So, that's about it for the characters. I mean, we got Gurney Halleck, but he just disappears. We'll see if they bring him back or not. They could easily cut him. In the book, we know that he has uh, scenes later, but they could easily just cut Gurney Halleck straight out of the fucking movie.
1: We'll have to see.
0: I hope they bring him back. Ash Ballin's a decent actor. Good actor. Good character. Played Gurney Halleck. Well, not as ugly. Not as ugly as he should be.
1: You know who we haven't spoken about, though? No. The nephew.
0: Oh, yeah. So... We, have, <laughs> we haven't we <laughs> have talked about the Harkonnens. Barely. Oh, my God. The Baron? Oh, he's so disgusting. And the the spine... The spine fucking thing he's got? Like, Ugh. Oh. He,
1: he was taking a bath in, like, black oil.
0: Yeah, to heal him or something. I don't know. That shit's... He's literally turning into a witch. He's literally turning into a witch from a fairy tale, bro. He can levitate. He has a long robe. He gets put in a bubbling pot. <laughs> He's a witch! Yeah. Raban the Beast. Dave Batista. How you, How you feel about him? How, how
1: big muscle man? Yeah,
0: big muscle. Big angry muscle man.
1: He's cool. You get to see him slash down on some people.
0: Not a lot. I would have like to see in the scene where the card shit on the doctor for being a traitor.
1: I mean... Yeah, they didn't do enough shitting on him. Yeah, in the they,
0: book, no, they kick him in the dirt, bro. In the,
1: in the book, they're like, "Fuck you, you traitor!" <laughs> like, but in the movie, like, they're even like <laughs> the, the soldiers
0: that are there while he's walking by. They're like, "Fuck you, traitor!" Yeah. He's like, "Damn, bro, I didn't realize it was gonna be like this for the rest of time." I mean,
1: when they brought him in, they were like, "It's the traitor." They
0: also don't talk about him being Sook School conditioned. You know, him being no. conditioned from any corruption. That's why everyone hates him for being a traitor because he is Sook School conditioned. But whatever. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like Raban's there. He's not really doing much though. Not yet. We'll see. We'll probably be doing some shit later. There's no Fade Rotha. Where's, where's Fade Rotha, my guy? Where's Paul Spoil? Are they gonna cut Fade Rotha and then make Raban the? All right. My guess is the next movie opens with Fade Rotha in the gladiatorial arena. For anyone who doesn't know, Fade Rotha is the Baron's other nephew, and who he who he, who he wants to be his heir. They're going to have Fade Rautha show up in this gladiatorial tournament thing and have him fight an Atreides soldier. Maybe Gurney Halleck, and maybe that's how they resolve Gurney Halleck's story. Who knows? Who fucking cares? But if they don't put Fade Roth in the second movie, then Raban's going to be the guy he has to fight. And Paul's going to be pitted against. The Harkonnen. Revenge of. I hope they bring him in. Yeah, I mean, Fade Roth like, is, is a very interesting character because he's a Harkonnen, but he doesn't follow any of the trends that you, the physical trends you see with Harkonnens, like them being fat and disgusting and bald. Fade Roth is talking, is always talked about, and in the same terms that Paul is because he's his foil, right? Being lithe, being you know, well, I mean, he's also another candidate for Quitsack Hatterack or. He's bloodlines another candidate to be Quetzal Cataract. The Quetzal The one who can be many places. Uh, that's what that means. Gesseract.
2: Some shit. I don't know. Talk about him being able to travel through time with his
0: visions and shit. Genetic memories. I don't know what you want from me. Um, gripes. Biggest gripe. Gripe time. Now we get to shit on it. What you fucking hate. The voice. The voice, the voice is the, I one hated you hated the, the voice. voice. Yeah, I didn't hate the voice, but the voice wasn't how I imagined. It's very heavy handed in use and in uh, application.
1: So I felt like it was just way too heavy handed, like, you know, the scene where they're getting kidnapped and just because like, like, oh, she gets to talk and she says something suggestive and it's not like straight to the point. But I would imagine it be done like sweetly or something. Kind yeah. of like an echo.
0: The thing about the voice is you're, be, you're supposed to be able to do it to someone else without a third party knowing you've done it to them. Because the way you're putting your inflection in your voice is attuned to the third part or the, the person you're trying to do it. The third party wouldn't know because it's so subtle. But maybe that's too sci-fi for a movie would you prefer like a tiny reverb? Not like, you know, yeah. the world shattering reverb that they use in the movie? Yeah. Okay. It is an interesting effect though. It sounds interesting. Maybe if the voice was a diff- in a different sci-fi medium and it is, was more overt and more uh, heavy-handed in the uh, original media that would be a good representation. I don't hate it. It could be better though. I agree it could be better what did you hate Jessica fuck that bitch he's not <laughs> Jessica from the fucking movie or from the book oh my god bro it's awful she's terrible uh, not the actor's fault don't get me wrong I just don't like the direction they took it at all maybe my perception of Jessica from the book is too idealistic maybe I had too many of my own attributes of where I wanted the character to go with it in my imagination but that's not the woman I remember
1: it's fair yeah I'm surprised you we weren't a big fan of her crying scene.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not a big fan of it at all. Actually, none of it. I did not like Jessica at all. I didn't like there's a couple things I didn't like. I didn't like some of the squish scenes, the scenes they mashed together at the start of the movie. Cut mm-hmm. For time, those things were. Chapping my ass at first, but I was like, <laughs> no, we're not letting this ruin the day. We're going to enjoy the movie for what it is. I'll accept it. And I did. Sometimes it just kind of
1: felt like I was reading the book, just kind of like plugging along. It did. It was And a little, waiting for, was, for the, the was, bits to pass
0: by. It was a I it, was like, give me the juicy the bits. The ending was a
1: little anticlimactic. Yeah. I felt like it could have been a much better cliffhanger. Uh definitely.
0: I mean, I guess they walk into the desert. Maybe it's because I already know what happens.
1: Do you think they're going to keep the orgy in the second movie? Fuck
0: no. That's a- There's <laughs> no way they're keeping the orgy in the movie.
1: They didn't even do the sexy scene where she's
0: like, oh, look at my... I don't know just look at me yeah where she rides around <laughs> yeah. on the floor at the ornithogra right she, where she wiggles around like an inchworm seductively yes so, yeah. so sexy I don't know how she does it I was wondering I was actually kind of excited to see how they were going to do that right like, how is she going to wiggle sexy yeah? and that, and she never she never did wiggle sexy you know they've stolen that from me uh.
2: <laughs>
0: damn no sexy wiggle today bruh, bruh, bruh. I guess it's good it's not not november you know <laughs> um but yeah no uh yeah they're not putting the orgy in there they're not putting the consciousness orgy in there Rip. there's no way they won't even they're probably not even gonna put the chani paul fuck scene where they have future fucking current fuck at the same time Remember, it's after the orgy Paul and Johnny fuck off to their own little room, and she starts fucking him, he starts having future visions, and she's like, how do I already know every inch of your body? And he's like, well, we fuck in the future, and I'm sharing my future sight with you right now, because this drug you just gave me, so, uh, looks like we're gonna be fucking the future and the (laughs) present. It feels all around. (laughs) Gotta be crazy. That's gotta be a crazy experience.
1: I'm excited to see what direction they're gonna do with, like, his sister. You do get to see the baby, the first movie. He has a vision of Jessica holding his sister. Aaliyah. Aaliyah. And she has, like, the full-on blue eyes. And so does his mother. They have the full-on blue eyes. Yeah, that eyes.
0: Be bad. Hmm.
1: And they have, like, markings? She on the has bed. markings?
0: They don't talk about markings on the book, but fucking, we'll just get real, like, you know, fucking in there. Your own choice. It's, they don't look terrible, but... no. did you imagine her with brown hair i always imagined her with black hair black hair yeah i was imagining her with raven hair she she seems like a
1: good fit with what she's not a bad
0: casting not a bad casting the description's fine but i always
2: imagined her hair being darker than they that's wrong i think he's the dude talks about it being copper a dark copper so that's wrong on my reddish yeah British Brown.
0: Fuck it, the casting's fine. How do you feel about uh, the Benny Gesserit bits? Uh,
1: They're sick as fuck. The fit
0: The net on the face. The fits, fits are so all cool. good. The fits are all good. All you know, them.
1: have you have you ever seen the new except studio? for
0: Peter DeRyz with the the hat, like the
2: and then the black, and he's like, this, and he's got uh-huh. like the the black
0: cowl almost on his head, and I'm like. Dude, why has he got like a fucking like why has he got like a little fucking hood on that's like
1: This in the fit.
0: I am this in. But fuck that character. <laughs> fuck that character. You could not been in the movie, bro.
1: The stylistic wise for the outfits and everything. They reminded me a lot of the music video for Rammstein. Where they uh, did. What was it? Um, Deutschland? Have you seen it?
0: Yeah, yeah. We've watched oh, it together. It's fucking sick. That's what it reminded me a lot of. How'd you like uh, her fit when she comes... Jessica? So when she comes to Arrakis with the
1: oh no, I wasn't a fan of it. I was like, oh, this makes me feel weird. Like, okay, it she comes out
0: at a place next to yeah, like, Paul and his father, and you know all that, and all the. And she has
1: like maids walking behind her, carrying because her her outfit is like I don't know how to describe it. It's like. What Indian women wear, you know, like very flowy, no bright colors. It was very much tan and like maybe There's yellows, orange, like
0: orangish yellow,
1: orangish yellows, um, more muted colors. And it's so long that she has like three maids that are dressed similarly, but not as over yeah, the top yeah, as her, carrying as well. the tail. And you see that once they get into the opter. That she takes her like mask off and she's like talking to the Paul and she's telling him, oh, they think you're the messiah or whatever. An yeah. And her face is covered in like he's dropped jewel chains. chains. chains yeah. yeah. And her face is just covered in it. And I'm like, um, this feels kind of weird. <laughs> What's the word?
0: They're kind of white. <laughs> they're kind of
1: like really white. I don't know if they're supposed to be wearing that. I so. don't
0: know if this is a cultural appropriation moment right now. I have no idea. Yeah. But it felt it felt it uh, it did feel uh influenced by uh something a little of Europe. Right.
1: I mean it was pretty. I don't think it was fitting for her. I mean,
2: I don't know. I always imagine her being demure. Regal.
1: Regal? Yeah, yeah, I expected her to be regal because like Paul was, you know, like he wore a suit and so did his
0: dad. He wore like, yeah, like I would have the army fit. I think like a much more clean and simple design would have looked more together with their clean officer-looking fits. Right. But whatever. Ah. Nitpicky. Well, We are griping. This is gripe session. You can't fucking complain about us griping. <laughs> I said this is a gripe moment, alright? We gave you what you wanted earlier. It's gripe time. It's movie... Gri- it's it's book-reader movie gripe. I don't know.
2: There's a couple things.
0: But, all in all, I think the movie probably an eight...
1: I say seven seven yeah
0: was a little slow Let it was see.
1: slow it was a little slow I was just kind of like oh please pick it up
0: they're lucky they're getting I'll be honest they're lucky they're getting a sequel gotta hit this hit it with the sequel though they got you gotta hit Peter with a sequel though gotta be because the first half of that was a little slow didn't end on a great cliffhanger not a lot of people no. I don't feel I didn't feel drawn in by that cliffhanger no uh, that might be because i already know what fucking happens because i've read the book a couple times now but that's a whole nother conversation right well let's uh, you got anything else you want to say any questions you ever you want to ask me i ain't got shit, so questions like you know about the movie or anything
1: you think they're gonna bring
0: back that spider woman the spider the gimp the gimp the gimp gimps- 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 spider <laughs> uh, the gimp spider i think that's a, the most appropriate it looks it's an all black leather, yeah. like, it's no, the Gimp like, Spider. Like, not leather. Or, uh, latex. Latex, latex not like, yeah. Not la- uh, leather, latex. Yeah, it's the Gimp Spider. Yeah. The Gimp Spider, it's, it'll, it'll show up. It'll they didn't, show up, I don't right? think they put the Gimp Spider in there for no reason. But I don't know where the Gimp Spider's coming in, because mm. that shit ain't in the book. I don't know what it would be replacing.
1: So fucking cool looking.
0: I think Aaliyah's gonna be a child child. Are they gonna do a time skip? they have to do a time skip there's a two-year time skip what if they don't the movies
1: what if they don't uh use like an actual child what if they do what they did in twilight no right, the kid? they fucking have to <laughs>
0: Where they like... she's like two years old all right they can't all right she's like two years old they can't do that all right no they're gonna bring in oh no bring bring in... Careful, they can't oh they can a haunted do doll <laughs> are they gonna time skip right away
1: I hope not, because there's that, the whole it, orgy part. That loses That's important. you
0: lose the orgy scene. You lose the water of uh, the drowning of the maker scene. You lose right. Paul meeting his new family and his new uh, Hara. You know, there's new. The importance woman. of
1: water is really yeah. drawn in right there because they're like, you gotta take his body you now. you Gotta take
0: the water. They they lose the scene where he takes the bassinet. Where's Greenhouse fucking bassinet? Where's the space guitar? It's not there. there was no space guitar! There wasn't a space
1: guitar. No fucking space guitar, but they put a bagpipe in the movie. He did ask him to
0: play for him, though. He yeah, like, but he called him, fuck you. But yeah. that's the, but... No space <laughs> guitar, but they put a bagpipe in the movie that does not exist? Fuck you, Dennis! That bagpipe was weird. I don't, that was a bad choice. I don't think that was a good choice. No, fuck you. Just have the score run, bro. The score was good. I like the score. It was oppressive. Sounded alien. Yeah. I just like
2: the design of the ships and shit. Like. What about they, the guild ship? A big
0: big. Donut? Oh, it's real long. Like the Brigatoni, uh, Is that the fucking uh, the, the pasta? The like, pasta? Yeah, the pasta <laughs> ship. <laughs> the brigatoni ship. I thought the
1: designs I looked, for the ships I, were interesting. I thought
0: it looked good. I thought that one looked good. I don't know about the ones, some of the ones that landed, the big round bulbous ones.
1: My only gripe is like uh, the ships didn't have any personalities. Oh, they no. were all silver. I thought that, like, you know, if they're representing a house, wouldn't they be like stabled with some fucking sigil or painted with a sigil or something inside yeah. the of them?
0: I, I didn't ever imagine what Atreides ships look like. I did imagine that Harkonnen ships would. Harkonnen's not even black. I don't know what Harkonnen's colors are, but it's not black, black. Black on black. Like Atreides is green and black. Mm-hmm. Like their banner. Harkonnen has their own colors. I can't remember they are, but I meant the ships would be colored that shit. You're probably right, but fuck it. Who cares? But I yeah, like the Thopters. It was cool that they could see the ships coming down.
2: These yeah. Thopters were cool. Angular. The other one was different. Capon, that one's cool. Another good
0: design choice. Having multiple different designs for the universe where certain series is like Star Wars. If they're stealing something like an enemy ship, it's always going to be a fucking TIE fighter. It's always the same. No, I'm kidding. They have different ship designs and Star Wars.
2: Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think that's about it. I don't have much else to say about the uh, movie. Uh, fuck that movie. Uh, two out of ten would not recommend. Go fuck yourself.
2: Anything else to say? I don't think so.
0: Alright, well that's, uh, that's the episode then. Uh, I guess thanks for listening to us for an hour and 15 minutes ramble about the same shit for the fifth episode in a row. It'll probably be the fifth episode, I hope. We didn't talk about what actual episode this is going to be. This shit's coming out before we are even done the fourth episode. Fuck you guys. We don't, we don't do it your way.
1: We have a strict schedule.
0: Very strict. <laughs> Very strict. Very committed. On time, every time, not, never been late once. I haven't been waiting to edit the third episode for three weeks now.
2: Okay, well, uh, bye, guys. <laughs> bye.